Welcome to the Pixel Classroom podcast where we talk about passion, innovation, epilepsy awareness, entrepreneurship, gaming, and more. This educational podcast is meant for everyone out there looking to expand their horizons, learn for about pop culture news, and more. And I am your host, Ryan Reed. And you can look more on my classroom website at classroomsnextlevel.wordpress.com, better known as Dice Up the Classroom. Now, let's get into the most latest episode. everybody and welcome to episode 101 yes this is the classic after the episode after a big anniversary episode reflection here and it made plenty of sense that i was going to talk about after 100 episodes now what you know it's very interesting believe it or not a lot of uh, podcasts that are started by individuals whether they be you know just for fun over a certain genre education you name it they sometimes don't make it past a certain number. Believe it or not, the average podcast episode never lasts past 25 episodes because either they run out of things to talk about, it becomes irrelevant, uh, maybe schedules get away from them or important things happen, and that's what it is. I mean, granted, you know, well-known podcasts from various celebrities and people get popular, um, you know, due to fan and, you know, mon monetizing, aka money for what they do and so forth. And they just kind of go on until the person either loses interest or, you know, the money's not there or something else happens to them. So, you know, that's what happens. But I think a big one here is looking past this, because believe it or not, this is the longest podcast that I officially either started or co-created that has lasted this many episodes, um, despite the fact, you know, the old classic Green Lantern Spotlight podcast lasted a very, very long time after um, I left for that for many reasons in 2009 2010 and you know other ones i'd been part of from the avengers assemble podcast to of course the going nowhere podcast which was a lot of fun uh back in the day on that one over the uh, cosmic side of the marvel universe as well as dc but you know that that had uh ended at a while so you know and many people know um i was trying to do a podcast again for quite a number of years especially after you know my family and i got our own house back in 2013 which is hard to believe it's been nine years and we did start the original epilepsy awareness episode but sadly we did not get enough interest in it after melissa and i had recorded our first episode and done some pieces as people didn't want to really talk about their stories and we really couldn't do anything because otherwise it was just going to be me and her kind of doing this and it wasn't gathering a lot of interest. And of course, why that's the classic episode zero, but at the same time, it, epilepsy awareness and stories have really found its way here into the pixel classroom podcast, which has been a great thing. So, you know, it grew out of that, but it was a piece, but you know, I did try getting a podcast started with other teachers. I wanted to do an educational podcast, but I didn't want to do carbon copies. Uh, I mean, I, I have to say, I just uh, started subscribing to two new ones, the 10 minute teacher podcast and the cult of pedagogy podcast, which had been constantly jumping on my feed for you know if you if you like if you listen to these podcasts you should uh check these out and i was kind of like yeah i don't know if i really want to go that far and then i kind of said you know what i do want to finally check these out i had unsubscribed to some podcasts that um had stopped doing them or had changed audiences to the point where i just really didn't like listening to them anymore so 
I kind of unsubscribed and joined those two. And you know what? They were actually very good. They were very simple to the point. They actually covered things that I had not hear in other podcasts. Because let's face it, guys, when you start listening to podcasts that are similar, sometimes they get a little too similar. You want something original, something different even though it might be like maybe you subscribe to six star wars podcasts but you know what uh each of those six star wars podcasts are a lot different just like if you look to a comic one i mean there are several spider-man and green lantern and superman ones out there and guess what each ones are different i mean when you know we've listened to thing i've had brad and zach um and you know stella on the podcast here before from previous episodes talking spider-man talking batgirl you know but they are much different podcasts versus other people's out there. And they're very individualized as well as different and they're fun. Um, something I really enjoy with all of them. And, you know, I'm glad I call them all friends because we do a lot, you know, and I guess start on those podcasts, but you know, it's really interesting getting back here to the pixel classroom podcast, what started it. And, you know, it, it, it really was just me feeling like, you know, I really wanted to start listening to different voices. I wanted to talk part, but I wanted to do something different. I didn't want to just focus on let's have the guest of the week here or let's talk about what's wrong in education or let's talk about what's right in education or what's going on here, blah, 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 blah. No, I wanted to do something different. Um, I had a different voice, you know, and it's funny, you know, most of my podcasts, you know, on average get 15 lis listeners after an episode drops. And, you know, it, it, it's it, it, it's it's wonderful. But, you know, then I get ones that get, have huge pieces that are constantly listened to. I mean, my most listened to episodes, number one now is the You Can Beat video games. When I talked to Kylo, it's now become the most listened to podcast. Uh, second one being uh, Brad Douglas's one when we were talking about education and broadcasting and Spider-Man, followed by, you know, Christine Pinto and Jessica Tubley's, uh, you know, you know, innovative play, which was based on, you know, the, you know, you know, the early grade school elementary levels from kindergarten to first grade their book and their mission of what they did that's the third most listened to podcast so you when you think about it those podcast audiences are a little different but they've you know had different promotional materials but also they have a different uh fan base which is also you know which has really done is contributed then people start listening to the previous episodes over very thing um right here after this episode you know airs you know you've listened to the big 100 episode met all this great old friend of mine who's been part of so many things from graphic design to improv to education and more and it made plenty of sense that you know he was the big 100th anniversary episode for you know here for the pixel classroom but you know going forward it still asks what what do we do now there's 100 episodes um some of those episodes were a few minutes some of them were my book that you know i wrote but i never published you know the broken teacher uh, some episodes were on the piece such as the epilepsy 5k walk some were individual talks at uh, convention meetings you know it, it, it's it's amazing what has evolved out of this podcast as well as what it inspired to do it got my school's you know podcast going in fact we just finished episode 18 it was a fantastic episode we redid the logo but it really talked about the student yearbook and publications of the the school which has never really been done i mean we had five people on that episode that's the biggest one we had to do and granted it wasn't a very long podcast but it's amazing that in this podcast inspired the creation of the broadcast department at the svhs and where it's going now even though there's been a lot of changes in the department but you know there's just so much more I want to do with this podcast here. I mean, going into season four, which I'm already planning, is I really do want to finally start getting on the live broadcast, have them air on YouTube, and then, of course, download them here. I want to start doing some more in the offense for the local community leaders and educators here in the studio. I've had a couple on there. I mean, Beth Foose was on here, and she was local uh, and so forth. Melissa's been on here. My son Tyler and his friends have been on here. I mean, 
I kind of like doing that. Um, but I think something that was really a problem when I started this podcast back in the day is I was trying not to emulate people. And then I kind of tried to emulate them. I mean, I've, I've had him on here. I've had George Koros on here. I've had, you know, Tisha Richmond on here, you know, Tara Martin, you know, Dave Burgess. I've had Mark French, Mark, love you, by the way, by the way, thank you for being on the, the second big first uh, guest on here too. I know life is going great for you right now, but I want to thank you for really kind of getting this podcast for guests kicked off too. So there's a shout out for you there. Which of course is funny because as we all know, George Chorus does this, uh, those same shout outs all the time on his podcast with the innovators mindset. But, you know, going back to that is, um, I started trying to, you know, I can't say copy, but emulate that. Um, I mean, I have a roadcaster here. I actually had somebody respond to a Twitter post I made two years ago on about getting a, uh, getting a, you know, mixer board and, Two years ago, some people were like, oh, yeah, go for this or go for this. And, you know, and things worked out and I got the roadcaster, I got the microphone, everything else. And I feel like the podcast have really improved. But I had some people say, well, that's garbage or you don't need a mixer. I'm like, well, it's kind of two years a little late there. But I think that kind of emphasized that story of like, do you really need high end equipment to make a podcast? Well, no. Not really. Even the well-known celebrities, I'm going to mention them, any any of them here, good or bad. I mean, they have a whole studio. They have, I mean, they got a mixer board out thing. I mean, I'm on a Rodecaster, you know, microphone here and I'm not promoting Rode here. It's just a really great piece. But I started with a, you know, Yeti mic, later a Snowball Bluetooth mic, which I still got downstairs. I use for my reviews on my YouTube channel for the Spider-Man crawl space. But, you know, it, it definitely, when it came down to it, it was like, what is going to enhance my podcast, make it better in the long run? And that kind of actually made sense to the roadcaster and what everything I'm on here with my podcast, too, because I feel this is much better. I feel like I get more out of it. So it was worth the money. And actually, it came out in the budget very well. It's actually paid off. Good job for me. Yay. Go me. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week, everybody. I'm here all week. So. I'm here all week for that one. But you, you see what I'm talking about is what actually made the podcast better. What was better for me? I mean, I I had a cover. It was very simple. It was designed by somebody on Fiverr, and it's actually been a huge sticker to me. And then I saw a lot of educators who had their podcasts, you know, from George to the Modern Principal podcast. And I kind of realized maybe I should put myself on the cover. So, you know, I got on Canva and I have the, you know, education premium count. So I did it together. I took a decent picture. I, at least I thought it was a decent picture uh, of me here on the, you know, on my system and everything with my background here. I have my little, you know, Ryan dream big, you know, one I got for my uh, doctorate graduation, hard to believe two years ago. And I made that my new cover here. And those are probably watching this episode here is like, oh yeah, I remember that cover or oh, I don't see that now. And I kind of realized the it wasn't me. It kind of looked goofy. I mean, really, it did. It, it, I mean, it was nice. It was fun. I did a lot of nice piece. And I mean, let's face it, I'm, uh, you know, certified in Adobe. And, you know, I love Canva. I love Photoshop and Illustrator. And I just kind of looked at it like, it's not me. It's just not me. So, you know what? I went and recreated, got things more to a simpler piece. And I'm a little bit more happy with what the current cover looks. And then, of course, it'll change again in the future. They always do. Eventually, things just get updated and change as years go by. I'm pretty sure we'll have a design like that, too. But I had to make sure one thing I started about this podcast was it was a it it was about you know not about me but it was more of you know who I was but it was also more what I wanted the message I wanted to share with the world and I feel the new the current logo fits more of what the pixel podcast is you know the passion the innovation the x factor the enthusiasm 
and leadership in education. And that goes beyond anything else. It goes to pop culture. It goes to, you know, community and so forth, epilepsy awareness, fundraising and so forth, which is what the pixel is supposed to do. And everybody knows I love pixels. I mean, I finally changed my, you know, dice up the classroom finally to the pixel classroom because hard to believe I started that blog 10 years ago. It was time to update it. You know, a dice up the classroom. The up was unconditional passion, which I still lead it. That's part of the pixel pieces, you know, the, you know, passion that is brought into education or the relation pieces to it. But it was time to have the blog kind of evolve to what it was. Now, I almost shut it down a couple of years ago. I was so disheartening. Um, the pandemic definitely showed that. I mean, definitely community piece. I mean, not even two months ago, this recording, I was really upset with how community leaders and stakeholders were really seeing education, even po politically wise. It was just like, so you're basically saying I'm an idiot and you know better, but you've never been in the classroom and you think you know better because you say that and you want to do it over. I'm sorry, you know, people listening, you probably will shut this off over to your freedoms of whatever or tyranny. And I just want to tell you, okay, people get a grip. This is not tyranny. This is not grip. Are there ways that can make things better? Yes. Did we break the system? Oh, we definitely broke the system, but it wasn't just one magic silver bullet that broke the system or is going to repair the system. Why everybody keeps acting like that. It was not. And it just got to the point too. It's like, no, why did I start this? I started this for, you know, a reason to get the voices out there, get different, you know, talk in here, talk about education, but also talk about everything else. I mean, like I said, there's a reason why the purple is a huge part. Epilepsy awareness, which, you know, my wife has had epilepsy since she was six years old. I have a lot of friends. I am actively event, you know, in the epilepsy community, but I'm also in other ones too. I mean, my mother was a survivor of breast cancer. I definitely do a lot of, uh, you know, cancer awareness. You know, I had to deal with, you know, memory loss and Alzheimer, which has affected several family members and, you know, you know, extended family members. I've also had to deal with, you know, ADHD and autism and other pieces that has affected family members. You know, my own son who has, you know, ADHD himself too, which, you know, makes life interesting. That's the best way I can say it, especially as he moves towards his teenage years. But, you know, it's like, I try to encompass many pieces under an umbrella and I don't want to be focused on just one thing. I don't want to jump on the bad when I was like, well, yeah, this, I mean, yeah, I just talked about some things about polarizing of things in education. Cause unfortunately politics have always going to be part of it. It's just what ended to, but unfortunately it's, it's amazing that people won't take the hateful message, which I really just can't take too much of. And I know there's some educators out there who know where I'm talking about and I understand your point of views and everything, but they were just never mind. I, I was more than willing to listen to things, but you know what, as I've learned over the course of several years, don't try changing a person to meet your views. There is talking about things. There's opening up to it. But when you try to force people like, well, you don't know better. Look where your life is. You should be doing mine. Look how my life is. But then you condemn them when it doesn't go right and say, well, I don't know what you're doing wrong. I did all these things. Well, here's the thing is don't make your life my life. What angered you or what got you where your life does not work out for everybody else. I think something in education is we just you know, we open up new opportunities and thinking process and to look outside their norms. And that is one of the more messages of the Pixel Classroom podcast is to look outside the box, you know, understand, you know, what is it? But does it work for me? No. I mean, I just posted a bunch of stuff on Canva. I love Canva, but I am not in any case a Canva representative. I love Nearpod. I love Pear Deck. I love Edpuzzle. I will promote them. I will teach them how to do it. But am I sponsored by them? Am I being, you know, getting motorized for them? No, 
I'm just talking about things that have worked well for me. And I put it out there how that's worked for me. But just like anything else, I know it's not going to work for everybody. People are going to have limited resources. People are not going to have those resources. I'm going to have more resources than I wish I did have. I mean, I've definitely, like I said, one thing at my school is really getting the broadcast because I saw smaller schools with less resources getting ahead of us in, you know, everything from podcasting to digital video. And I'm like, why are we not doing that? And everybody looked at me like, you know, you're right, Ryan. Why aren't we doing that? We have the ability to do that. Why don't we go do that? Sometimes it just takes people seeing that. Sometimes it's jealousy. I mean, I I definitely know I'm jealous. I'm trust me, I'm kind of tired of some, you know, as much as I love these people and call them friends or family members, I get a little tired of them going on vacations or having the ability to go to concerts or do other things. And I'm sitting here just making sure I can pay for my HVAC system. I mean, <laughs> I get tired of that too. And people always say, Why do you complain about money and bills? They're always going to be there. Well, you know what? I, there's a point in time where maybe I want to go not worry about those and move on. Doesn't mean I'm going to not have debt. I am going to have debt. It's just part of life. But maybe I'm kind of tired. And I know this goes in. People know I have depression and have dealt with it for many years. Maybe there comes to a point, too, where, where that SEL, that social emotional learning is, is try to have some empathy for people and start seeing, you know what? Talk to me. I, I, I agree. I've been there. you know. And you're right. I don't have all the right answers. And what worked for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you or somebody else. Maybe, but I, maybe I can just talk about my story and maybe you can take something from it that might actually help you in the long run. Maybe that's really what we're going for. And I know that's what I'm going for is just get that message out and uh, open up more listeners. But as I say, don't pigeonhole them in one view or one example. Oh, Google is the most amazing. No, Microsoft is the most amazing. Oh, forget them all. Let's go straight Apple. No, 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 no. That, that's not what I'm about. It, it's about looking beyond that and having those understandings and so forth. And, you know, that's where I want to go forward with it. I want to really start putting that message out. I don't think I'm going to be booking a bunch of things and going talk in California. Or, hey, book me today and spend this amount of money and I'll come talk to you in Toronto, Canada. Or I'll come to New York. Or I'll come to Florida or Texas or Montgomery or, you know, Washington and speak about the things too. Uh, I, I hate to say as much as I love doing that stuff and speaking, I don't see that being a huge part of me doing. No, I'm more than happy to, you know, jump on comms or talk about other things too. But you know, I that's not my that's not my story. It's other people's story, and that's people that live that, who love that, and have made that work. I mean, I wish I could take off time and go, you know, from my school and just go speak at a conference every other weekend or on a Thursday, and then be back to work on Friday, and the family's happy and the dog's happy, and I make other events and so forth, and I've written my sixth book. <sighs> Doesn't mean that works for me. But the truth is, you think I'm going to be mad? No. I think what those people do is amazing. I would love to be there. I've wished many times I was those people. But you know what? Sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. But do you get mad at them? Do you hate them? No. In fact, I support them. I cheer them on. I do a lot of things. You know, as they say, it takes a lot before I get kind of upset at a person. And people who will know who they are if all of a sudden they've lost communication with me in anyone, either publicly or online piece, too. I mean, let's face it. Social media has hugely changed. It's become a horrible as uh, on some avenues, it's, I, you know, I, like I said, I actually hate what's happened to the Twitter universe in the last few years, how it's become so, so toxic at times, but at the same time, it's still very open and there's still a community, but I'm not on there as well, but you know, the same can be say with Instagram or Facebook slash meta or people on clubhouse or people on Voxer and so forth. I mean, 
there's things that work and things that don't work. And I mean, I'm on LinkedIn, but I, prof I post a lot of professional stuff on LinkedIn. My articles are areas too and so forth. But I know some people that'll do things and they do nothing but LinkedIn because they rather do it. But unfortunately, you know, it has its problem too. So people jump out and throw their opinion even though it has no basis or they don't even want to respect other people. They just want to throw it out there and they're like, oh, they didn't do that. Ah, I don't like this. Don't do that to people. As they say, you can disagree with people. Do not make it to the point to where you're making them feel bad for even enjoying those things. And I'm not saying all things are enjoyable, but you don't do that. I'm sorry. It isn't. And you know what? I had to take a big reflection the last couple of years and last couple of months, last couple of weeks and days about do I want to go forward past episode 100? Do I, where do I want to go forward? Because like I said, I've almost shut down the podcast and my blog many times. And I realized, you know what? No, 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 no. I started all this for a reason. I mean, like I said, you know, uh, the pixel classroom formally dice up the classroom formally, you know, teaching to the next level, which is what it originally is and what my URL actually is on WordPress. And you can go check that out. It's, it's, it's evolved. It's changed. Education has changed. The world's changed. People's views have changed. People's views are changing again right now on ver things. You know, it, it, it's all a different piece on that. So, you know what? I'm changing with it. You know, I'm changing my logos. I'm getting new stickers and going forward. I want to bring back another thing. I have constantly said, I'm going to write a book. Um, the pixel classroom is going to get its own book. I have no idea how it's going to function, but I'm going to start writing it. And you know what? I actually want to get published this time, actually normally published. And that's something too. the last, I have to say the last eight years, 2014 to be exact is, I've tried to get books published and I've had to do it individually. I've had to do Kickstarter um, and other pieces. I, you know, I threw out the broken teacher as an example too, but I'm ready to finally do that. I'm ready to do the pixel classroom in a lot of pieces, which will based off the pixels and stuff I've done in the classrooms and maybe it might be end outdated in a few years, but at the same time, there's a lot of message, but I also want to do a thing. I mean, I'm making the journey to instructional coaching. I'm paying for this out of my own pocket, folks. Um, nobody told me to go be an instructional coach, but that's kind of what I've been wanting to do. And it took until I was at Jackson back in 2015 to 2017 to realize I want to do it. And I've had those instructional coaches on here and talked it. But at the same time, it's why it's very supportive. I sadly say the support's more of my family. It's not in my, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not getting any stipend. I'm not getting some magical grants. I'm paying for these. I get late fees and I pay for it. And I got two last classes to take and then I'm certified and I'm going to do it in the next five months. But at the same time is unlike other people, um, I don't have the support to go forward with that, but it's something I want. And it's something I believe will make a difference in the long run. And that's something I want to do also in, in my book, The Pixel Classroom. I want to talk about the instructional avenue of people always ask me and people are always shocked how many educational books I read and how fast I read them and how much I've spent on them. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? They've been great. And the truth is I always grab pieces from them too. And they're always been inspiring. And sometimes there's things in there I've read a thousand times before. And sometimes there's been things I haven't read before. And going forward, I want to actually contribute that out too it's not anything about a legacy but you know it's just like the podcast just like my blog there's something for everybody out there and i really want to have that out there to help others i you know i always look at my original reason why i went for my master's and switched to education why i got the doctorate why i'm doing this instructional coaching now i saw a need for people in education and i was 
always told when I was younger, I should go into teaching. And I just did not see a lot of good examples for the people in education from elementary to college. You know, I've told many times the people that inspire me, it still goes back to my fifth grade teacher with Deb Larson. She's been the hard part on that one since day one. Um, Michael Whitehurst, my old science teacher in middle school, Dean Schiltz in high school, Larry Coots, you know, who's gone now too, you know, Leah, you know, it's just, you know, and, and sadly I've said goodbye to a lot of them who have passed on now from health, but they were always inspired you know, to me. And it was my calling, but I just let all the negative things tell me not to do that. Just like I see it now. And it's given me more reason to go forward. And, you know, not all days are great. I mean, I'll say this past week here in my own classroom, there were days the kids just <laughs> were not getting it and just made me go, why am I doing this? I even had a student ask me a couple days ago, why are you even at this school? You seem like you do so much more. I don't know why you're so limited here. And that kind of made me realize, no, I'm here for a reason. But at the same time, as I want to continue growing as a person and going forward, you know, some people get it. I mean, as much as some people are retiring the next couple of years, I don't know if I'll ever see that day in the next 20 years. But I do want to still make a difference with people, even if it's a small difference, even if the world says there's no room for people like me in there from their point of views. But, you know, there are room. And I think it's time to keep going forward with that and see where that takes me. So, you know, I want to wrap this up because I don't want to be talking the whole time. Plus, also my limited tape here. I'm, I'm recording directly into Anchor right now. Remember, come on, try for anchor for the most easy. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> I got to laugh at myself, folks. But, you know, I, I still want to bring that out. I want to bring that hope out to people. I want to bring that passion, that innovation, that X, finding people's X factor, giving more enthusiasm in, in education as well as showing some type of leadership that you can go forward and bringing it out in students and other teachers and administrators in school districts. So, you know, that's my mission. That's what I, it's taken me a very long time to understand and get to. And now at 44, when I just turned 44 a couple weeks ago at the time we recorded this, I really know where I want to go. And do I many times wish I would have kind of realized that 20 years ago? Oh, you betcha. I think, uh, as I, as I say, I think my, uh, my, my bank accounts would definitely, uh, be a much better patient. And I think I would probably be taking more of those trips and doing things and, you know, getting more home improvements on things better if I would have realized that too and probably would have avoided a lot more unemployment and of course people tell me it's your own fault the reason you lose jobs or why nobody promotes you yeah but at the same time it's not my fault the things I could have done better yeah but at the same time is as we've learned when you don't match what a business or organization thinks is what they want for their company they're going to make sure you don't go beyond that which is unfortunately very selfish and years later, they kind of realized, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Well, you shouldn't have, but you can't change the past, can we? We can just learn from it and not repeat those. Because as they say, those who try not to remember past are destined to repeat it. And the truth is, I remember my past. I'm constantly told I should not worry about those things. Or why do you talk about it's in the past? Yeah, but I learned from it. And going forward, I'm taking those lessons with me. And you know what? I'm going to make more mistakes. I'm going to do things. I mean, maybe later on, I won't really see the point of the instructional coaching classes, even though I love what I do. And, you know, there's not much support outside the family on it. Oh, well, it's my mistake to make and my lesson to learn. As Yoda said, often greatest teacher failure is. 
And you know what, everybody? I want to thank everybody who's listened to me, my guests, my rants, my pieces, my educational ones, and so forth and for all this time. Because honestly, I wouldn't be doing it if it was not for that support. So thank you all for doing that here in the last 100 episodes, last three seasons. And you know why this season's getting ready to wrap up and I'm getting ready for season four already planning because, you know, I like to take the summer off. I want to thank you guys. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for taking my lessons to heart or listening to things I have to make a difference in your lives and your students' lives or maybe talk about the things that are bothering you in life. So thank you for all that. It's been 101 episodes, guys. I'm hoping for another 101. And after that, I guess we'll see. But thank you all for being in here, listening to me here on the Pixel Classroom Podcast. And have a fantastic day. Thank you once again for listening to the Pixel Classroom podcast. Remember, you can find us all out and me on Twitter at Ryan7Reed or Herc78 on Instagram. If you like what you hear in this podcast, please think about subscribing as well as leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. That's all it's going to do for today's Pixel Classroom podcast. We will see you next time with another guest or wonderful reflection here on the Pixel Classroom podcast. Have a fantastic day. Yeah.